Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that the world revolves around them and that nobody else matters. And in this episode, you'll hear about Karens getting kicked off airplanes, people calling cops on neighbors for ridiculous things, spoiled brats ruining birthday parties it's gonna be another wild one so subscribe if you haven't and the email link will be right here to share your entitled encounters let's dive in so in this story i'm seated on an airplane a few rows behind a family of four and the boarding is nearly complete i can hear the family daughter who's the entitled kid in the story is sobbing and it gets more and more audible as people get in and on their seats Finally, an entitled mother, the Karen, gets a hold of the flight attendant and demands her ask the captain one more time if they could have their dog in the cabin instead of in the pet compartment. The flight attendant tries to explain that their dog is way too large and has to travel separately. Now hearing this, it provokes the kids to cry out even louder. And the flight attendant tries to explain how it's perfectly safe for animals to travel in their designated compartment underneath the passengers and that nothing will happen to them. Now, the fuss starts to attract attention, and someone close to my row announces that they have a severe allergy to dogs. At this point, Karen raises her voice and demands the flight attendant dig their luggage and dog out of the plane, as they will find another airline that allows all family members in the cabin. Now, just to give an idea, the plane is full, the doors are closed, and we're ready for takeoff, and it seems the captain's waiting for confirmation from the crew to start rolling towards the takeoff strip. The flight attendant tries to explain how they would have to go through all the luggage to find theirs, and how that would delay the flight. The woman is getting even more upset, and she's having none of it, and very clearly says, You would turn back in an instant and go through all of it if there was a bomb, wouldn't you? Now upon hearing the Karen utter the word bomb, all movement and chatter stops, and the flight attendant goes very serious and says, Please remain seated, we'll see what we can do. Now it takes less than a minute for police to arrive and escort the family out, 10 more to get their luggage and dog, and another 5 for the flight to take off. Seeing the mad angry husband with the crying kids watch their mom be put in a police car was the best start for a holiday that I've had in a long time. Well, all I can say is great job mom, she wanted all the family members in the cabin and somehow achieved no family members in the cabin. I'm also surprised that the flight actually took off though. I always thought that if someone mentioned the words bomb on an aircraft, everybody gets deplaned. I was actually expecting that woman to delay everybody's flight. This story happened maybe about a year ago. The weather had been nice and I had just gotten some sirloin steaks. I haven't used my grill since the previous year, so I decided now would be a great time to try it out. For a few days, a group of construction workers had been busy working on a new house. It's built now, and it's pretty nice, but way too expensive for me though. But it had been hot and rainy most of the duration of the build, and they were working their asses off the whole way through. So I decided to be nice, and after going to the site, I yelled for them to come get some free food when they went on break. They were incredibly grateful. There were about five workers present, and four showed up for steak while the other passed. 
I had enough for everybody, including one for me, and we had a nice time chatting and getting to know one another. One was a veteran of the Marines back in the early 80s, and one was even related to the sheriff of our county. Anyway, amid the conversation, we all of a sudden heard, excuse me, from the other side of the fence. My neighbor is this middle-aged woman with a super freaky son. He's this stoner influencer who loved to go on social media and post about his fetish for pot. And the guy lives off his mother's paycheck every week while living on her couch. He was also in his mid-30s. So there she was, on the other side of the fence. And she says to us, Hey, so my son was wondering if he can have some steak too. I tell her, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have enough steaks. She then says, but you have enough for all of them. I tell her, yeah, I do. If he wanted some, he should have come earlier. The woman then says, no, you should have bought enough for everybody. At this point, construction worker one comes in and says, look, lady, the guy was nice enough to cook. She then interrupts him and says, don't you have work you should be doing? Go back to work. Construction guy number two tells her that we're on lunch, ma'am. So she soon left in a huff, but not before shouting that she was calling the police. Now, I was the only one who heard that, so I asked the relative of the sheriff if there's really anything the police would arrest me for. Of course he said no, and in his words, there's no laws against not sharing. I then asked if we should tell her that, and again he said no. And again, in his words, it would be the most fun they've had on the job ever since they started building that damn house. Now, I want to note that I actually did have an extra steak, but I was saving that for me for later. So sure enough, after the construction workers went back to the site, who's to show up but a police officer? There were no lights, so it's a non-emergency, but he parked right outside of Karen's house. Both her and her son, who's a grown-ass kid, walked out and greets the officer. I then walked out on my own lawn, and that's when Karen points straight at me. Now, I can't quite remember everything said here, but she was accusing me of discrimination because I left her 30-year-old boy out of our steak party. And I swear, it was like a kindergarten lunch. The officer obviously shook it off. He warned her not to get the police involved in something so ridiculous again, and started to leave. But that's when I say to him, Wait, officer, are you hungry? The officer looks at me and says, well, I haven't had lunch yet. Why? I then say to him, may I offer you a steak? And that's when Karen loses it. She screams, I knew it. You do have more steak. I demand you give it to my son now. Hearing this, the police officer looks at her and says, and I demand you both go back in your house before I arrest you for disturbing the peace and possibly harassment. Karen sputters and says, but, 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 you, you can't do that. He can't do that. Tell him, son. That's when her son looks at the officer and says, uh, I just wanted some steak. Karen then tells the officer, officer, you have to do something about this. This man is performing a hate crime on my son. Now hearing that, we both actually laughed. The officer then said something along the lines of, have a good day. I then led him into my backyard to offer him steak. The officer did have to go back on patrol, but we had a good laugh. The Karen and her son finally went back in their house, and every time I see them nowadays, she scowls at me. Now, I occasionally see that same officer from time to time, and every time I see him, he asks the same thing. Did you remember to share today? (laughs) Wow, guys. So once in a while, I'll read a story and just go, what in the world? Like, seriously, I've read stories where Karens call the cops for the most ridiculous things, but come on. Calling police when Opie refuses to share stakes with her 30-year-old son? And I don't know how she really thought that was a hate crime and discrimination. How freaking silly, right? Okay, so I'm a 20-year-old male, and this happened when I was 14 years old. 
I have a brother that's about six years younger than me, and he was extra coddled by my parents for having been diagnosed with high-functioning autism when he was four. But other than that, he seems very normal, just unbelievably spoiled. He's used to getting his way a lot, and by a lot, I mean nearly all the time. Anything I had, he also had to have. So that meant we had doubles of almost everything that wasn't shared items. And everything he had that I didn't have, he would rub in my face any way he could. So when I was 11, I begged my parents for a 3DS for my 12th birthday. I got one, but then I was told to lend it to my brother whenever he wanted, or else I'd have it taken away, which was a lot of the times. When my aunt found out after seeing my parents forcibly take my 3DS out of my hands to give to my brother, she let loose on them for such blatant favoritism. They returned my 3DS immediately, but then blamed me for the situation after my aunt left. But they didn't make me give it to my brother again. Instead, my parents went out a few days later and they bought another 3DS as a surprise gift for my brother. On several of mine and other people's birthdays, my brother made a huge fuss because the birthday wasn't all about him. He even went as far as to outright state that he was upset because he wasn't getting any gifts or getting to blow candles out on the cake. My parents learned the hard way that they couldn't enable my brother the way they would have liked at those parties. And actually, they were kicked out of a few for trying. And because of that, the other kids at his school stopped inviting him to birthday parties altogether. For me, my birthdays were some of the only days I had that I got to have all about me, because otherwise, my parents forced my life to revolve around my little brother. And the year prior to when this story took place, my parents ended up paying more attention to him the entire time of my 13th birthday. They even asked me if I would let my brother blow out the candles for me because he was upset and pouting. I refused that because I wanted to blow out my own candles. They then called me a spoiled brat until my aunt intervened and chastised them on their favoritism yet again. She stated how much she noticed my brother gets nearly everything between the two of us just because he's autistic. My parents got no support from anyone else other than my brother, who was still crying because he wasn't getting to blow out my candles. And because he didn't get his way, he tried to outright spit on my cake out of spite. But my awesome aunt thankfully blocked him before he got the chance. She then scolded him until he ran to my mom in tears. My parents did take a lot of heat from the other adults there, but then promised to never let my brother blow out my candles again. They pretty much just went through the motions for the rest of the party. My aunt pretty much took over coordinating everything from that point. So the following year, a couple of weeks before my birthday, my parents sit me down and told me that they were still going to get me some gifts and a small cake, but my birthday party was effectively cancelled to avoid my brother having another meltdown. I told them I couldn't believe they were doing this to me, and they seemed to shrug it off without a care. So at school over the next week, I told my friends, my teachers, and even my school counselor. All of them were appalled by my parents' lack of consideration or empathy. The vice principal even found out, and he consoled me. And all of this got back to my parents through social media. My parents ended up grounding and gaslighting me for telling so many people, but that didn't stop me from telling everybody at school that I was grounded for just being upset that my birthday was cancelled for no good reason. Now, I guess it made it a lot worse because several of my parents' own friends, along with parents of other kids in my school, called them up or sent them Facebook messages basically telling them, what the heck is wrong with you? And suddenly, I was ungrounded. Now, I didn't get an apology either. My dad just walks in my room with his arms crossed and told me my grounding was over early, and then walked out. That was it. I thought my party was still cancelled because nobody said anything about it. 
and my brother thought it was hilarious and he rubbed it in my face that I wasn't going to get to celebrate. By the end of the two weeks, my parents held a surprise party for me at my favorite restaurant. They then start claiming it was their intent all along. And I knew it wasn't. From what I'd seen, everybody was incredibly unhappy with them for what they did. And it showed with any interactions family members had with my parents. So they ended up doing a surprise party to try to save what little reputation they had left. Now I'm pretty sure they had to pay through the nose that day just to accommodate me. I got dinner with all my friends at my favorite restaurant that had a small arcade, and I even got the PS4 game system that I'd been jonesing for at the time. I could tell it was pretty much all planned and bought last minute, because my dad had a look about him that my aunt comically described as looking like a moth had flown out of his wallet. My brother of course made a huge fuss that I got a surprise party, but with so many friends and their parents there, my mom and dad finally put their feet down on my brother to stop his tantrum when he wanted to push my cake off the table. My brother ended up getting a timeout for the first time since he was a toddler, and my mom had to stay with him to make sure he didn't do anything crazy. He did try several times to run to the cake with a stack of presents, and who knows what he would have done if not for the fact that at least one adult was always on guard. My mom ended up having to remove my brother and herself from the party entirely, and took my little brother to McDonald's nearby so he can have fun in their play area. My parents never tried to cancel my birthday again, though they never tried as hard or spent as much money. For the remaining four years I was under their roof, my birthday parties consisted of a local pizza parlor, a cake without even my name written on it, and never again anything as expensive as a new gaming system. Now, I don't mean to sound spoiled, but I was a bit disappointed that I never got a cake again with my name on it. My aunt called my parents out on that each year, and each year, they claimed that they forgot to get the cake decorated. Now, I'm pretty sure the only reason my name was never written on a cake was because my brother always refused to eat pieces of cake that had writing of someone else's name on it at any party. If his name wasn't on the cake, he would get mad. But the fact that I still got a day that was just about me and not my brother was still fantastic in my book. Especially because just about everything else revolved around him. During each of my remaining birthday parties while still living at home and my brother made a fuss, my mom would take him somewhere else to calm him down. I was still required to share my PS4 with my brother, but it was still mine. I took it with me when I moved out at 18. My little brother did not like that and he had a huge fit, till my parents went out and bought another PS4 for him. When I moved out, they finally had to deal with how they raised my brother so spoiled because I wasn't there to help them with him anymore. On his recent 14th birthday, he went mental on our parents for not getting him a PS5. My brother is now currently grounded for I don't know how long, after causing hundreds or maybe even thousands in collateral damage during his rampage. He picked up a chair in a restaurant and just started destroying anything that was in front of him with it. And my parents just looked mentally checked out when I saw them last. My aunts also told me that they confided in her and they wish they could send my brother to military or boarding school in the future because they can't handle the monster they created anymore. But there's no way they could afford that. And I'd be lying if I said that I didn't find it ironically funny. Yeah, OP's brother's entitled behavior was 100% on the parents in this one. And honestly, it sounds like OP was the most mature one in the whole family. And this person says, As someone with high-functioning autism and Asperger's myself, I can honestly say that your brother kind of sounds like a dick. And I don't think him being autistic by itself is the problem. I think your parents enabled him to the point where he felt entitled to everything. Probably because they've brainwashed him into believing that autism is a debilitating disease. And therefore, he should have everything he wants. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so I've worked as a freelance cosmetologist for about five years now. I love my job and I can't imagine doing anything else. However, when I first started, I didn't think that way. One of my first clients was a young, spoiled 17-year-old who lived in one of the richest neighborhoods in my city. At the time, I would usually do someone's makeup either at their house or at mine. During this particular time, a family friend allowed me to use her hair salon as my home base, since my family dog had just had six puppies and the house was chaotic. For most freelancers, prom season equals money. I was no exception. On this day alone, I had nine clients, mostly from the same school. So the entitled witch walks in with her mother and greets me semi-politely. Now, we already had a consultation to determine the time it would take, what kind of look she wanted, and the pricing. The girl sits down in the salon chair, crosses her legs with an annoyed sigh, and begins texting on her phone. The mom says she'll be back in 30 minutes or so since she didn't want to sit in the salon doing nothing. Everything was mostly fine until the end. Up until that point, she had not been cooperative, aka not wanting to get off her phone while I did her makeup. Normally, I talk to my clients while working. It just tends to make things less awkward since I have to be so close to another person and I'm literally touching their face at times. I also like to tell them what I'm doing so they don't get surprised when a black eyeliner pencil comes towards their eye. When doing so, I always say what product I'm using. The girl didn't pay attention the entire time until I start doing her lips. Now I do want to make a quick note, nothing against the brown, but I don't care for MAC products. I never have, and I don't think the quality is worth the price. This is the fact I told the girl up front. Now during the consultation, she again spent most of the time on her phone. Her mother was the one who told me what the girl wanted. Anyway, I start lining her lips with some lip liner, and I forget which one. She sat still, thankfully, until I pulled out the lipstick. And then the hissy fit began. She said, Um, what's that? I tell her some color by Urban Decay. She says, That's the wrong color. Now I do want to note the color I picked was the exact shade used in the reference picture. I did my research beforehand and found the reference picture on Urban Decay's website. I then tell her, this is the exact color used in the reference picture, there's no difference. She then screams at me and says, no it's not, that's not MAC, I don't want this low quality makeup on my face. Now cue her mother entering and she says, what seems to be wrong sweetheart? She then says to her mother, this bitch is trying to do the wrong look on me, she's not even using the right lipstick. Her mother tells her, but sweetheart, your makeup looks exactly like the picture. To which the daughter says, No, she's not using a high-end makeup brand. She's supposed to be using MAC. Everyone uses MAC. 
The mom then tells her, I know you like Max, sweetheart, but she didn't say she used it when we talked to her, and you still look amazing. The daughter eye rolls and says, fine, whatever, and goes back to texting. So I finish her makeup, set it, and turn her towards the mirror. The mother instantly lights up and starts to praise my work. The girl, however, gets up, glares into the mirror, grabs her mother's hand, and starts storming out of the salon. With a final, I'm telling my friends to never use you, you hood rat bitch. Now, I may not have lived in the nicest part of town, and I regularly was stopped by the cops on my way home from school. But when I was working, I always looked professional. I then say to her, excuse me, but you haven't paid. I can't allow you to leave without paying. At this point, the owner's husband walks in, heard me saying that, and he blocks the door. The girl says, you don't deserve payment. In fact, you should pay me for sitting there while you did a terrible job on my face. Like, what am I? Your first time doing makeup? The mom then tells her, sweetheart, we can't leave without paying her. The daughter then says, you are not paying her. I won't let you. She's obviously someone who doesn't know anything about makeup. I mean, look at the dump she's in. At this point, I was ready to let her leave since I could see the owner's hair clients getting really bothered and annoyed. And both the owner and her husband were getting upset until the mother did something completely unexpected. The mother says, enough. All day, you've acted like an entitled brat. Not another word comes out of your mouth unless otherwise told. First, you're going to apologize to OP, and then you're going to apologize to everybody else in here for your behavior. The girl apologizes begrudgingly, and the mom says, Now go sit in the car and give me your phone. The mom then turns to me and says, I'm sorry about that, dear. I hope the rest of your clients are not as rude as my daughter. She then proceeded to give me a $50 tip, doubling what I would have made off this appointment, and then she gave the owner $100 as an apology for disturbing her clients. To summarize, not every entitled brat falls close to the tree. Guys, I did not expect that outcome reading the story, guys. And I just gotta say, go mom, and good on her for putting her daughter on the spot like that and making her apologize for that behavior. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, a racist Karen gets embarrassed in a store, and it's such a satisfying story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.